Welcome to the Help Club for Moms devotional podcast. We're so glad you're here, and we're praying for you to encounter the wide and long and high and deep love of Jesus Christ every time you listen. It's going to be a great day. It is finished by Mary Jo Mast, read by Amanda Hennessy. Let's pray. Lord Father, thank you for the opportunity to be able to come to you, to be able to speak to you, and to be able to hear from you. I pray for this mama listening, that her heart will be open to receive the words that you have for her today, that she will have a calm refuge, a place of solitude, to be able to just sit in your presence, and to be able to just listen, to be able to dance with you, to be able to just sit at your feet like a daughter of our Father, Lord. I pray for this time that she has with you, that you will bless it in your name. Amen. John nineteen twenty eight through 29. Jesus knew that his mission was now finished. And to fulfill scripture, he said, I am thirsty. A jar of sour wine was sitting there. So they soaked a sponge in it, put it in a hyssop branch and held it up to his lips. When Jesus had tasted it, he said, it is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Every time I read the events which lead up to Christ's crucifixion, my heart bleeds and empathetically cries out, No, it just isn't fair. Don't they know he isn't guilty and doesn't deserve to die? Can't they understand he's the God who came to save them? Accusations spill out of my judgmental heart. I mean, surely if I had lived back then, I would have known he was God's son. However, as I continue to read, my heart turns soft. It becomes all too clear. It was God's plan for the innocent Son of Man and Son of God to be crucified. Jesus knew at a young age his heavenly purpose, to die a brutal, substitutionary death in payment of the debt disobedience had occurred. Sin had separated God from his creation, but Jesus paid the sin debt to bring restoration, perfection for imperfection. This was God's plan from the beginning, before the foundation of the world, 1 Peter 1, 19-21, and Ephesians 3, 9-11. Eternal life is now available because Jesus suffered and died. Without his sacrifice, the Holy Spirit could not indwell believers, breathing his glory into their emptiness, Romans eight fifteen. Isaiah prophesied in detail about this life-altering event years before it happened. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep is silent before the shears, he did not open his mouth. Unjustly condemned, he was led away. No one cared that he died without descendants, that his life was cut short in midstream, but he was struck down for the rebellion of my people. He had done no wrong and had never deceived anyone, but he was buried like a criminal. He was put in a rich man's grave." But it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and cause him grief. Yet when his life is made an offering for sin, he will have many descendants. He will enjoy a long life, and the Lord's good plan will prosper in his hands. When he sees all that is accomplished by his anguish, he will be satisfied. And because of his experience, my righteous servant will make it possible for many to be accounted righteous, for he will bear all their sins. Isaiah 53 7 through 11. My heart did a 180 from my first reaction to the cross. 
Not only was Jesus' sacrifice planned and prophesied, but it was also necessary because of me, my sin. I'm as guilty as those who crucified him. Yet it was our weakness he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us, like sheep, have gone astray. We have left God's paths to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. Isaiah 53, 4-6 My friend, this is for you and me. Jesus' perfect blood was shed to save us 2,000 years ago. His blood still saves today and tomorrow. It will continue and not stop until he returns. This is the good news of the gospel of Jesus. It is finished. It was enough. Hallelujah, what a Savior. With tears in my eyes and a fervent heart of gratitude, all I can say is, thank you, Jesus. Questions to ponder. Why did Jesus die? Do a word study in the Greek language on the word salvation. Write down all the themes Jesus paid for. Thank him. Faith-filled ideas. Keep in the forefront of your heart and mind the incredible love Jesus had when he died for you. Share it with your children. Ask Jesus to fill you with the courage to spread the good news of the gospel. Pray for opportunities to share with someone who may not yet know about the great, great love of Jesus. Let's pray. Oh Lord, we can't thank you enough for your sacrifice. I just pray that my sweet mama Fred would understand this deeply, to understand your great love for her and how much it hurt you to die on the cross. Jesus, you prayed for this cup to pass, and yet you remained obedient to God. You suffered. You were beaten beyond recognition. You bled. You took all of her sin on yourself because you love her. Help her to truly understand how wide and long and high and deep your love is for her. Receive that in Jesus' name. I pray for her family as well, her husband, her children, that they receive and grasp your love, Lord. Give my mama friend courage and wisdom to teach her children about your truth and grace and also to receive grace for herself, that she won't beat herself up and that she won't feel guilty for messing up because, Lord, you took that shame and imperfection on yourself and you have made her whole and perfect in your eyes. She is a cherished daughter of you. Thank you so much, Lord. Thank you that we can all put our hope in you because of your power and thank you that we want to put our hope and trust in you because of your love and grace, Lord. We praise you and we love you, Father. Amen.